96.7 FM WTOB. You're listening to The Wealth Guardians with Doug Ray, helping you to retire the job and keep the paycheck. I'm your host, Doug Ray, and with me is Bryce Payne. Today, we're going to be talking about, uh, well, what's obvious, the Ukraine, Russia, the markets, and so forth. But that'll be in the second segment, so hang on for that. Uh, in our first segment, we're going to talk about how you can control your greed in these down markets. Good morning, Mr. Bryce. How are you? I'm recovering from the uh, time-lapse travel there, Doug. How are you doing? What, did you do some time traveling? Well, we <laughs> we went down to Orlando, and so you know I'm still recovering from the uh, time zone changes there. Yeah, we had, we had some good uh, continuing ed classes down there. But I tell you, the older I get, the harder it is for me to sit all day long in a conference room. Oh yeah, room. yeah. That's uh, I mean, they provide a lot of good information, helpful. Every time we go, we we learn some things on how we can uh, help our clients more and uh, improve our uh, our marketing abilities and whatnot. But you're right, sitting there listening to uh, to those uh, motivational speeches and just sitting on your caboose the entire day does get a little long. Yeah, now, you, they used to be longer for back in the couple yeah, years ago we for you. Used to have to go like two day, two and a half days in a row. That was that was tough. We got some uh, great speakers too. We had Eugene Scalia, who yep. was the son of uh, Justice Scalia. Uh, so that was very interesting. But yeah, it was a good time. It was eighty degrees outside and beautiful, but we were stuck indoors. We were stuck indoors. <laughs> we got to go outside for lunch, but uh, yeah, it was very good and. Uh, we got to have a, a nice dinner together, the family, so uh, very good. Well, welcome back, and let's uh, get cracking here. Uh, before we get started, let's give our uh, tip of the hat uh, to all of our men and women in uniform out there, our first responders. We here at the Wealth Guardians want to thank you each and every week for what you do. We appreciate you. We know sometimes it's a thankless job, so thank you, and Doug, thank you for your service on top of that. Well, you're welcome. It was my honor. Yeah, you know, uh, sometimes that greed monster does affect us a little bit doesn't it i i have a i still remember very well it was a couple of years ago that we sat down with a client who had been a big trump supporter and had uh um, been getting some good gains on his portfolio but he was taking way more risk than he should have been taking in his portfolio he was wanting to retire in a couple of years you remember this because you and mm -hmm. i still chuckle about it and uh, we had laid out a proposal for him on why he needs to change his portfolio to take less risk at this stage of the game. As, as we say routinely, um, losses mean more in retirement than gains do, and you're moving from the wealth accumulation phase of life to the wealth preservation phase of life. And preserving what you have means more than trying to chase those gains like you had in the last 20, 30, 40 years. And his quote to us after looking at our proposal, he said, this all makes sense to me, guys, but I want to ride this Trump train for as long as I can. And the date that he said that to us was right around February 1st of 2020, <laughs> oh, <laughs> right, yes. right before the market started dropping 37%. 30, <laughs> and, uh, you know, he was, he was greedy, you know, he, um, he had gotten used. There's a certain amount of complacency there. You and I were discussing this before the show. People get used to the gains. They forget that there is a downside risk that you're taking. And when the market's been going up more or less straight for 12 years, people start to think, oh, this is just standard. Why would I give this up? Yeah. It's but, a God-given right to earn 12% a year. It's <laughs> a good way of putting it. That is, a, that is the mentality that a lot of people come to it with, yes. Oh, I, I always like the one, uh, and I've seen this play out over the years, where uh, 
you know, Jerry Kramer on CNBC has quite a following. Mm-hmm. He does. And, <laughs> and, and I've, I've sat down with folks over the years who say, you know, man, I, all I have to do is just, just you know, trade whatever Kramer says to trade it. You know, when he comes on the air at five o'clock in the afternoon or whoever time he comes on. And I said, you know, that's going to get you into trouble one of these days. And sure enough, I remember distinctly. Kramer was touting Wachovia mm-hmm, mm. the weekend before it totally collapsed. He is not infallible, is he? He is not infallible. But yeah, you know, greed is something that uh, it's it's hard to control, especially when you see your 401k accounts going up like they've done the last several years. But you know, I've been warning about this market, and we're going to talk more about the market in the second segment. Please hang around for that. But uh We've had some uh, some bloody noses here the last uh, couple weeks, and um, you know you might be sitting there saying, "Oh, I can't sell out now because I'm down what ten percent, five percent, whatever the case may be." Well, my question to you is, when are you going to go to safety? How much of your account will you take to safety? You know, folks, I've told you this before. They Wall Street does not ring a bell at the top of the market. You have to understand when it gets here. Don't let that greed monster just eat you up, because if it does, you're going to lose way more than you ever thought. That is very true. It also does not ring a bell when it has bottomed out either, so there's no notifications for you. You know, there's somebody, uh, another thing that drives people's greed, I think, is comparing themselves to their neighbors or their coworkers. Um, I know somebody who is uh, routinely looking at what they have in their portfolio and then looking at the people that they work with and the type of house that they have compared to the type of house that this person has. And this, this person close to me thinks, you know, we've, we've got to be doing something wrong because these coworkers of mine are younger. They don't own they own a house much nicer than I own or you know, they're going on these trips that I don't go on. on. I've got to, I must have been doing something wrong for a number of years. Anyway, the, the point of that is, is that a lot of people's greed is they're trying to keep up with their neighbor or what they think their neighbor has. Just because your neighbor has a, or your coworker has a $500,000 home and you only have a $300,000 home, that tells you absolutely nothing about what kind of debt they have, um, what kind of assets they have in their IRAs or Roths, and that is not not at all something that you should be uh, get, that should be guiding your decisions. That's exactly right. Keeping up with the Joneses can uh, really ruin your long-term financial uh, outlook. Uh, and the opposite. Yeah. Just opposite. recently, just recently met with a, a fellow who is a U.S. postal carrier and lives a modest lifestyle, and on a postal carrier's salary over 30 years has amassed 1.6 million dollars is that not amazing or that what? is amazing and to think also as well that we know we have a number of clients who are postal workers they've got a great pension on top of that yes sir and uh bryce we are starting to crank up the workshops again the educational workshops so let me remind everybody or inform you that our taxes in retirement workshop is right around the corner and boys at a perfect time right i mean taxes are due april 15th timely as ever so taxes in retirement are going to be held Thursday evening, the 17th of March, 630, and then again Tuesday, 
the 22nd of March at 6.30, again, right here in the Broyhill in Clemens, North Carolina. So if you want to come to that, uh, you'll get some good education. Folks, believe it or not, you may be paying more in taxes when you retire than when you're working on a percentage basis. So uh, we've got some ideas to help uh, mitigate some of those taxes and uh, uh, come and learn about them. And uh, that'll be uh, Thursday the 17th and Tuesday the 22nd at 6.30. Register at 336-391-3409. Or go on our website, thewealthguardians.com. Hit that event tab. Register right there. Very good. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Wealth Guardians. Uh, I'm Bryce Payne. With me is Doug Ray. And today we are talking about greed and how that might hurt you in retirement when you're chasing the market. And Doug, another uh, sign of greed is when somebody says to you, that emergency fund in the bank that you have, that FDIC money that, granted, it doesn't go down, but it doesn't grow, you need to invest that. Instead of having that money just sit there in the bank collecting dust, and probably the voices that say that to somebody are louder right now when we've got the inflation rates that we have. You know, <laughs> rule of thumb is three to six months worth of your living expenses need to be parked in the bank so you can get them at a moment's notice if something happens. What if you get laid off? What if you have to a house repair, automobile repair, something like that? How many times have I told you over the years, cash is a position? And I know it's not making anything, but uh, it's there for a reason. Uh, you're going to have an emergency. It's just going to happen. It's going to happen. And think about it this way. If you didn't have any emergency funds other than $1,000 to grab your groceries for the month or whatnot, and the market dropped 10 12% like it has since January 1st, what uh, what are you doing? Well, you're depleting your shares. You're selling it at, uh, at a low time uh, when that's exactly when you don't want to sell your shares. So it's at times like these that you do want to keep additional money in your uh, in, in the bank just in case you need it. So uh, we're going to now move on to our trivia question of the week. Oh, gee, I can't wait. <laughs> It's time for the Wealth Guardian's Trivia Question of the Week. Doug, I, I'm going to give you some room for error on this one oh because this is, this is another numbers one here, and I don't expect you to get it to the dollar. But let's see. At the end of the 19th century, how much was the Russian ruble worth in U.S. dollars when translated to today's dollars. So at the end of the 19th century, how much was the Russian ruble worth in U.S. dollars when adjusted to today's dollars? We're going to see if we can get Doug on that on the other side of the break. This is Bryce Payne. With me is Doug Ray. The show is The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And this is 96.7 FM WTOB. 96.7 FM WTOB. You're listening to The Wealth Guardians with Doug Ray, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. I'm Bryce Payne along with Doug Ray, and today we're talking about, well, we were talking about fear and greed in the markets, and the second segment we're going to be talking about current events. But before we get to that, I've got a question for you. Are you five to seven years from retirement? Do you want to confirm that you're making the best decisions for retirement? If you answered yes to both of those questions, and I've got good news for you like I have every week, we offer a no cost, no obligation, second review or second opinion on your current portfolio so you can learn how we help our clients retire the job and keep the paycheck. 
Ball's in your court. You got to pick up that phone and give us a call. 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. We'll sit down with you. We'll do a full financial plan process with you to take a look at risk, volatility, fees, do a fund analysis, social security analysis, the whole nine yards. And if we can help improve your portfolio, uh, to meet your goals and objectives in retirement, then we're going to lay out what those improvements are and uh, do a side-by-side -side comparison on fees and risks just like you we would have done on your current portfolio. If that sounds uh, with no cost and no obligation, might I, mad, might I add, if that sounds good to you, then give us a call, 336-391-3409. Bryce, now, let me add this, too. I, I want to just reach out to anybody who's listening and is concerned about what's been going on the last uh, few weeks, maybe you're concerned that you may, you're not invested quite right for this market, come in and let's get a second opinion. Maybe you are invested properly, maybe you're not. Now, you could be retired 10 years. I don't care. If you have a concern, come on in and let's take a look at it. It's free. We don't charge you a thing for that. It is very comprehensive. Your investment's going to be some time. It's a four-meeting process. It is indeed, and uh, we don't do that very often, but when the case is right, we will hand your portfolio back to you and tell you that Doug and I cannot make any improvements on it. Whatever you're doing, you're doing a spectacular job at and stay the course, and we just did that recently for uh, somebody who came in to us. Just mm -hmm. put it on the table and said, you're doing a great job. There's nothing we are going to try to improve on. Thank you for coming in and seeing us. And that, uh, that really helped her, uh, her state of mind and her confidence with her current advisor. So we're not out there just to uh, beat up your current portfolio. That is not what we're about. So let's get what we are about is seeing if we can stump Doug on the uh, trivia question I think you did here. a good job this time around. All right. So <laughs> let's see if we have stumped Doug this week. It's time to get Doug's best guess for the Wealth Guardian's trivia question of the week. Doug? At the end of the 19th century, how much was the Russian ruble worth in U.S. dollars? I'm going to allow you a 20% leeway on either side of the answer. You're probably need 100%. <laughs> uh, the so end of the 19th century. So we're, we're talking at the end of the 1800s. That was the time of the czars before communism. Oh, the ruble. Uh, and we were just we were still kind of young yeah. chickens, young young chicks at that point too. So I'm going to say it was probably, I don't know, worth uh, $20. Uh, I figured I was going to get it. Yeah, uh, that's, uh, that's, I, I could have given you an 80%. No, I, I could have given you a, a, yeah, an 80% leeway. It actually, one ruble back at the end of the 18th century, the start of the 19th century, was worth $100. And you know what I heard the other day, and I don't know this to be true, but I heard this. Today, it's worth less than a penny. Well, you're stealing my thunder here, Doug. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> today, it is worth less than a penny. One U.S. dollar today is uh, worth 108 rubles. So it's worth less than a penny. And on January 1st, one dollar was worth 74 rubles. So it's dropped well over 30% yeah. at this stage of the game. Yeah. So. And guess what? Do you know it costs two cents to manufacture one of our pennies? I, I do know that, <laughs> yes. And uh, it's... Don't try to go and melt down your pennies because that uh, is going to get you in some trouble if you do that. Oh, my word. Well, yeah, there's a lot going on out there, isn't there, with uh, this um, 
Russian move into into Ukraine. It's really got the markets upset. Rightfully um, so. This is yeah. the biggest incursion uh, uh, since uh, World War II, at least in uh, in Europe. And it does have a lot of people scared. So there's, uh, I think this is a great time for us to just talk about the headlines, Doug. And that, of course, would be the headline to talk about and the impact it has on the markets and, of course, portfolios. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I uh, I started warning about uh, this year being a tough year way back, probably in the spring of, of last year, because that's what the long-term charts were telling me. What's interesting is the long-term charts will tell you when things will start to change, and, and but they don't tell you the why of it. You know, there's always a catalyst out there. This year, I think the catalyst is, is multiple. Mm, um, right. You know, we have um, – high inflation, gas prices going up. We've got supply chain issues. We, we, we've got uh, the great resignation the resignations going on. And, and now we're dealing with the Fed mm-hmm. increasing interest rates to try to fight the inflation. And then whammo, we get Putin going into Ukraine. And we really don't know to what end it is well, what is he trying to accomplish is a big question out there you know i've, I've listened to a lot of uh, military strategists talk about this the most i think sensible thing or at least to me it makes sense is he wants to basically not take the entire country over but that that western side or the eastern side that really is more russian uh than the rest of ukraine mm-hmm what I still am wondering is what he did in Chernobyl. That's that is interesting. You know, it is interesting what they are. Why so quick to go in there and take that over? Yeah, a little I disturbing. Mean, that place is uh, still radioactive, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. It's gonna. This is not gonna play out quickly. I don't think it's gonna take a while. The markets are gonna be all over the place because of it, and you know other other things. Next month, April, starts another earnings season. I expect that earnings are going to be coming down than that, or less than what they have been, not as strong, which means the market will probably react negatively to that. So um, right now, it looks like the, you know, the markets went from the top to the bottom. See, the NASDAQ topped out in November. It went and touched bear market territories down about 21% at its low. Uh, The S&P and the Dow never quite got into bear market territory, but right now it looks like they're bouncing a little bit. Uh, Could be a relief rally from very, very oversold conditions. And that could last, you know, a couple weeks, really. But I do think we are in a longer-term bear market. Uh, I hope I'm wrong. But I believe we are, which means once this relief rally's over, we're going to have another downturn, which if this is the C-wave downturn, the, those are some of the most um, jarring downturns. I mean, they really scare people. I think I want to stop you right there because a lot of people won't know what you mean by the C-wave downturn. Yeah, so they don't. Uh, elaborate on that just for a moment so, because it's important. So it's it's a term used in Elliott Wave strategy where basically everybody can relate to this. Everybody's gone to the beach 
and watch the waves come in and you see how they, they, they vary from you know smaller waves to larger waves. There's a series of them, okay? As surfers, they'll, they'll sit out there on their boards waiting for that big wave to come in. They'll count waves. Uh, so the same is true in stocks. Stocks, uh, you know, they, they move up, they move down, and they have uh, waves that move up slowly, waves that move up quickly, strongly. They have waves that move down strongly. So they're coming in an order of A, B, C, uh, and also they're also labeled one, two, three, four, and five waves. The third wave, whether it's either up or down, could be a C wave or a number three wave, is the strongest. Whatever direction it's going in, it's the strongest move of that sequence of waves. So right now, I think we're in a B wave move up, followed by a big C wave down. Okay. Now, that C wave down could take us as low as the March 20 low. So hang on for that. I think that's coming. Now, you're talking about the pattern of the waves, but the timing of the waves is a trickier thing to try to figure out. We don't know whether this is going to start in two weeks from now or two months from now. You've got your, your theories, but of course, if everyone could analyze the A, B, and C waves and predict the timing, then everyone would do the same thing at the same time. Well, you know, technical analysis is all about human emotion. Ah. Human beings trade. Uh, It's the collective knowledge of all human trading activity at any point in time. And from that, that's that's how we can look at charts and, and kind of read in the past and project the future. You're exactly right. We can't time it. I couldn't tell you what the Dow's going to close at next Tuesday. I have no idea. You know, they say you can't time the market. That's true to a bit, Mm -hmm. but you certainly can react to the market. And that's what our equity portfolios do. They don't time the market, but they do react to the market so that we limit the loss in these bear markets for our clients. And that, that is huge for uh, people going into retirement or already in retirement, because as I mentioned in the, in the first segment, uh, you've, most people have invested in mutual funds and or stocks and or bonds for a majority of their life, and they've used what's called strategic management or a buy and hold strategy, where they create their diversified portfolio and they hold on to that regardless of what the market's doing. Well, if you're if you're 30 years old, 40 years old, maybe even 50 years old, you've got another 20, 30 years of, of working beforehand before you start dipping into your retirement assets. So you're in the wealth accumulation phase of life and and uh, riding the ups and downs like the market is adequate. That'll that'll work. But when you are that's you hear me at the beginning of the second segment ask are you five to seven years from retirement? Well, why that specific time frame? Because if you're planning on retiring in five years from now and the market takes a good 40%, 50% dip like it did in 2008, well, how long does it take for that to catch back up? Around five, six, seven years. So that starts changing your retirement plans. If it happened to you when you were 30, strategic management, and you lose whatever the market lost, not that big of a deal when you're 20, 30, or 40, or maybe even in your early 50s. Once you get beyond that, you need to start changing that strategy. And that's where sitting down with a financial planner can work wonders for you. And Doug and I would be happy to sit down with you if you're that 
far from retirement, or you just think, hey, I don't know that my portfolio is properly designed for this uh, specific uh, cycle that's happening in the markets right now or in the world, pick up the phone and give us a call, 336-391-3409, and uh, we'll sit down with you. Another thing that you can do while you're on that call with us is uh, register for our upcoming Taxes and Retirement Workshop. And uh, Doug, when is that? That is going to be... Thursday, the 17th of March, and Tuesday, the 22nd of March, 6.30 p.m. in the Broyhill in Clemens. Give us a call at 336-391-3409 to register. Other than that, it is a gorgeous weekend out there. I want you to get out there and enjoy it, and uh, we will catch up with you here on the uh, next week on the same station, same time. This is Bryce Payne. With me is Doug Ray. The show is The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck, and this is 96.7 FM WTOB.